Hi, we're Judy here with Masechet Harriot, Perak Bet Mishnah Dalad, dedicated towards the merit of Rafush Lamer for Tovid Miriam Bat Devorah Mindel. Our Perak continues to further define and restrict exactly the circumstances under which the Sanhedrin would bring a uh, its special korban for having made a mistake and allowed and, and said that a certain transgression was permissible and people acting on it. So we've talked about how it has to be a large group of people. They have to actually do it. It has to be done that it was a mistake, that they didn't know better, that you know, no one was dissenting, and so on and so forth. Uh, we've also talked about what kinds of actions. We're going a little bit further here, uh, further into the korban uh, nature of it, the sacrificial nature of it. So at face value, it seems to be saying that if the uh, if the Sanhedrin permitted something that's forbidden in the Beit HaMikdash, in the temple in Jerusalem, that would be uh, the sort of thing that would not get the special korban, the special sacrifice of the Sanhedrin having made a mistake. But a deeper look takes you into further detail. It's not exactly that it's anything in the Beit HaMikdash, anything in the temple. It's anything in the temple that gets a, we call an asham taloi. Asham taloi is the kind of sin offering that it depends, it, it, it's variable. It can be variable based on how, how much, how much, how expensive it is, how much money in person has, or it's, it's variable depending on exactly what happened, but it's something, it's not specific, but it's more than that. It's not just that it's a variable korban, it's a variable korban that if, if in fact this was wrong, it would not get a straightforward sin offering, a korban chatat, but rather a different kind of sin offering, also a, in, in the nature of its variability. But now we're going to contrast that, even though we're talking about things such as tuma and tahara, ritual impurity and purity in the Beit HaMikdash, we're going to contrast it to a different kind of ritual impurity of tuma, namely that of nida, that uh, in those cases, even though it would be variable, if one knew that they had transgressed, it would for sure be a regular korban chatat, a regular sin offering, and therefore uh, would be subject, if the Beitin made this mistake and gave wrongful guidance, they would be subject to it. So contrasting to the Beit HaMikdash, we say, One is obligated for a positive, together with a negative commandment of Nida, um, of a menstruating woman, that, uh, that even though in that case, if there was a, a doubt and the Beitin gave the wrong advice about whether it was permissible to be sexually intimate, uh, so... In these cases where it has both of those, uh, one would, one actually would, the, the Beitin would bring a, uh, their special korban for having given wrongful guidance on that. What is the positive side of the Nida? Separate. Uh, so separate. Do not be sexually intimate. And so even though both of these are the world of Tumah and Tahara, in the Nida case, the Beitin, if they gave wrongful guidance, because the variable offering would result, if we knew for sure, in a definite Korban Chatat, proper Korban Chatat, then the Beitin would bring its offering for having given wrongful guidance. And in the case of the uh, of the Beit HaMikdash, since they would not bring a proper chatat, then they would not bring an offering for having given wrongful guidance there.